and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. And today I'm going to be talking about bias, bias in marketing. Back in 2020, when the unlawful killing of George Floyd led to a global conversation about racism, bias and prejudice, I became acutely aware of three things. First, how little I truly understood about the lived and historic experience of marginalised communities in the UK and elsewhere in the world. Second, that my ignorance was only matched by my extraordinary levels of privilege. And finally, that marketing, PR, advertising and communications could either contribute to or help to address discrimination and prejudice. I didn't say a lot publicly at the time of the protests and the debates in the second half of 2020. I didn't feel well enough informed at that point to do so. And I had no intention of making the discussion about me, about my feelings of discomfort, my shame, my ignorance, or of asking my friends to educate me. As I saw it, my job was to stand alongside those who needed to know that I was there for them, support the actions they wanted to take, and to educate myself. I also knew that there would come a time when the news cycle would move on and I decided that would be the time for me to do something more, something simple, concrete, practical, to try and bring awareness back to the issue. And so a year or so ago, I worked with an actuary partner, Rosa Arias Ayage, to run a free workshop on unconscious bias in communications and marketing for members of the Actually community so that we could explore our own biases and how these might be showing up in our content and our communications. We didn't record that workshop, but I wanted to share here on this podcast episode five of the things that I learned during a packed 60 minutes in the hope that it might encourage or inspire you. The first thing I learned was we're all biased. I have always considered myself to be a comparatively unbiased person. And yet over the course of the last few years, I've come to realise how untrue this is and how many blind spots I have. What my colleague Rosa explained during this workshop was that the brain receives over 11 million pieces of information per second. And we're only capable of consciously processing about 40. So our brains are hardwired to take shortcuts, to save on processing time and capacity by making assumptions. What that means is that we all have blind spots based on those completely unconscious assumptions. Now, unfortunately, our blind spots are often further entrenched by living and working in an echo chamber that leaves us safely in our comfort zone of homogeneity. During the course of the workshop, we completed a very simple exercise, which I'm sharing on this episode in the hope that you will also find time to take this first step. If you grab a piece of paper 
and write down the names of five or six people, excluding your immediate family, that you would consider to be part of your inner circle. People you trust, people you turn to when you need help, advice or support. Once you've got those five or six names, I want you to go back and put a tick next to the names of the people on your list who identify as the same gender as you, who are in the same age group as you, who share your ethnicity, who are the same nationality as you, who have the same sexual orientation as you, who come from a similar socioeconomic background as you, who speak the same first language as you do who experience the same degree of physical or mental ability as you. Now review the list. How many ticks appear by how many names? How much diversity is there on that list? This is your inner circle. These are the voices you listen to, the people whose opinions you seek, who help you to make decisions and make sense of the world. How likely is it with this inner circle that your blind spots will be challenged. The second thing we covered in this workshop was what we call dimensions of privilege. Going into the workshop, I was, I thought, aware of my privileges. I am white, heterosexual, middle-class, cisgendered woman living in a highly developed country. The only way I could be more privileged would be if I was a cisgender man, or so I thought. What the discussion in the workshop showed me was just how many other dimensions of privilege exist and how many I benefit from. I don't just live in the UK. I am a UK citizen with a British passport and I can reside legally here without fear of deportation. I speak English as a first language and can therefore access most services without disproportionate stress and effort. Although I am sadly no longer young, I am nonetheless still benefiting from a societal bias around age. I have no obvious physical disability, no distinguishing marks or visible scars, no unusual physical characteristics that might mark me out as other. I can pretty much pass as an extrovert in a world biased towards extroversion. I am largely neurotypical and so on. Consider for a moment all the ways in which you are privileged and now ask yourself, how might you use that position of privilege to support and advocate for those who don't have your advantages? Lesson number three, awareness is key. As I explained above, our brains are wired to make assumptions and by definition, our blind spots are therefore unconscious. Our neurological makeup is not, however, an excuse for bias and prejudice. We can easily overcome the wiring, but first we must become aware of it. This requires a combination of education and mindful awareness. Read, listen, learn, and then consciously every day and in every important moment, consider. When it comes to your marketing, when you select an image for your social media, consider are your biases at play. When you write about an experience, tell a story or share an anecdote, stop and consider how much is what I am about to share shaped by my biases and how can I amend it? When selecting a new recruit, a new supplier, a potential partner or talking to a possible client, bring mindful awareness to the choices you're making. Are they objective or are they informed by those biases? Lesson number four, this 
is hard work. There are so many relevant factors to consider in the context of marketing, PR and communications. Is your content truly representative of our diverse global family? Is it accessible to all those who might choose to engage with it? Might it be considered offensive or harmful to others? Taking the time to work through these questions and others may be time-consuming, but it is necessary. Is it comfortable? No. Is it hard work? Yes. But you know what's probably more uncomfortable and more hard work? Living in a society that marginalises, alienates and discriminates against you. That's hard. My final lesson from the workshop was simple. I am going to keep getting this wrong. Just putting together this podcast episode, I am conscious of how much I am probably getting wrong every day. Each time I open my mouth to speak on this issue, I'm aware that I will probably say something wrong. For a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser like myself, that is a challenge. But here's the thing. I'd rather try and fail than not try at all. And I will keep learning, keep trying, keep failing and falling, keep getting back up and trying again. I'm not asking for understanding or sympathy for my bruises and bumps along the way. They are a small price to pay for someday, hopefully, getting this right. In this episode, we're not covering every aspect of bias in communications, marketing and PR. That simply isn't possible. But I hope that over the course of the last 15 minutes, I've given you enough to get you thinking about where your biases and blind spots may be and how they may be showing up in your content and your marketing. This is just a starting point. There is so much more to explore, but I hope that you will take some time to do so because it is time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.